the choir boys. We all know what a great pub band they are. Mark Gable, good morning, mate. How are you going? Good morning, Blackers. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you very much. I can't believe you guys have been recording pub shows for seven years for this one album, this new album of yours called Pub Rock Live. Tell us a little bit about this. Our sound guy just said, hey, you know, do you mind? I've got all this, um, you know, software on my computer and recording gear and, you know, what have you. Um, Do you mind if I record all the shows, you know? And I said, yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah, do that, do that. And then seven years later we go, uh, of course, we're about to release another album next year, which is called 1965, and then um, I'm writing an album for the year after, which is about Australia in the 70s. Yeah. It's a rock opera. Yeah. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. rock opera about Australia in the 70s, mate. Um, <laughs> Excellent. And and so one of us said, hey, what about, you know, before we do all that, you know, we've got one album in the can, a 1965 album. You know, what about we release that all that, those live recordings that Will, our sound guy, has been recording for the last, um, you know, last seven years. I go, okay, who's going to go through it? Who's going to go through all the material? <laughs> we all have to. So there you go. You go through it and you go, that's that's rough as guts, that's rough as guts, that's rough as guts. Oh, this will work. Yeah. So, you know, eventually we found, <laughs> we found you know, enough tracks that worked well. Um, but you have, to, you have to, you know, throw away a lot of the chaff. Yeah, you do. So how long is it taking you to go through those seven years of recordings, mate, to get it all sort of, okay, we've nailed that down? I mean, what, another, another seven or eight years or what? Well, like as you, what you, you, make, you make it sound like all we do is sit around and do recorded pubs live for seven years, you know. Fortunately, it wasn't, that wasn't the case. But, you know, it only, took, it only took a couple of months, you know, to... Oh, that's pretty good, to, actually. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to sift through it, you know, but I really got sick of hearing Mark Gable singing. Yeah, (laughs) that guy. That guy. What do you do? Yeah, that's right. I was only thinking there a little while ago, the last time that I caught you guys was a very, very long time ago. It was in Perth. It was in the 80s and it was a Gobbles nightclub. And and honestly, you guys are fantastic live and I I do have great memories of that night. Because I think I met someone. Yeah, you remember uh, <laughs> that night. <do> you? <laughs> yes, I do remember that night. But uh, honestly, mate, you're such a great pub band, and I don't know how many times I've played your music on air over the years, but it's been an awful, awful lot. And uh, it's great to see that you guys are coming out with this new album, and you're starting a new tour up the east coast, Queensland, New South Wales, and uh, Victoria too, very soon. Yeah, and we we're, we're going to going to endeavour to get over um, at some point uh, to WA because uh, we we've done. A lot of tours of WA. We yeah. had a lot of fun over there. We're still going to get over there and, you know, uh, do a couple of pubs. Good on you. Well, this new album, Pub Rock Live, uh, you can go to Pub Rock 2017. That's 2017, the number, dot com dot au. Pub Rock 2017 dot com dot au. And organise it. And let's hope you guys get back over here soon, mate, because it's been, uh, you know, more than 30 years since I caught you guys live, which is a bloody long yeah. time. <laughs> well, I had hair well, back then. Well, <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, it doesn't matter that you don't have hair now or even what do you, no matter what you look like. You don't have to be young and beautiful to see a Choir Boys show. No, <laughs> you don't. Mark Gable from the Choir Boys, great to chat with you, mate. Take it easy. Thanks a lot, Blackers. You're on the Southwest Triple M. Good morning, it's Ian Blackley with you. Well, we've waited. It's uh, just about to get into the real season. The Wildcats are taking on the Brisbane Bullets tomorrow at 5.30pm. Tip-off, Perth Arena, Matty Knight. Hello, mate. Good to talk to you this season. Uh, it's good to be back on with you, mate. Looking forward to it. Uh, mate, you didn't make it to Cairns there to play uh, the Taipans there last week or the week before, did you? You injured something? 
Yeah, no, I stayed back in Perth at uh, the first game of the pre-season tournament in Melbourne. I got a, a whack across the thumb, and um, unfortunately, I tore one of the ligaments in my thumb and Ooh. also had a little fracture. So uh, I stayed back in Perth rehabbing that, and unfortunately, I missed the trip to Cairns. What's the uh, result, mate, of the treatment? Are you okay, or is it going to take a while longer, or what? Uh, no, I've seen the um, hand specialist yesterday, and he's happy with how it's come along. Um, I wear a cast every time I'm not on court, so just to keep it from being knocked and hit our plays. But a uh, hand specialist said I'm about two weeks ahead of schedule in terms of getting the cast off, so it's coming along really well. Oh, that's good. That's great. How did the Brisbane Bullets go in the preseason, mate? What do you reckon is going to happen there tomorrow night? Yeah, no, they've got uh, quite a few exciting imports coming in. Obviously, Travis Trice from Cairns, who played at Cairns last year, and then um, Stephen Holt, who was with Melbourne a couple of years ago, two very exciting guards. And um, obviously, Daniel Kickett's been playing very well. So they're a, a new-look team, but um, I'm sure with Andre Lamont's coach team, they're always going to be a tough, tough task. Any more injuries in the Wildcats, mate, pre-season? No, everyone's out in court. So Excellent. heading into game one... Uh, yeah, hopefully with a full team. That's great. Just to talk about your private life for a sec, mate, what did you get up to in the off-season? Uh, this off-season, I spent it with a family. Um, we've got two young kids, so it's good to spend some time with them and put my wife and them home to Tassie for two weeks. So yep. They got to see where I grew up, so that was a, a fun time. And then, um, yeah, the rest of the time, just uh, watch my wife play SDL for Wanneroo and, yeah, yeah spend time with the kids. So oh, that's good. Time of the year. Bit of family off season. That's great, mate. Well, the Wildcats, they, as I said, they take on the Brisbane Bullets tomorrow. That's Saturday, obviously, at 5 30 p.m. And that's tip off of the Perth Arena. Get your tickets. Matty Knight, great to talk to you, mate. We'll talk to you again soon. Looking forward to it, mate. Yes, very good morning, Cliff. How are Hello. you? Hello. I'm very well indeed, thank you. That's I'm not good. very grumpy today. No. I'm not particularly cranky, so Why? get me going. Why? I don't know. It's just it's the end of the just week. Just being in here with me will make you cranky enough within the next three minutes for sure. Your work will be done. This terrible, terrible Las Vegas shooting during the week. Mm. You know, what is it? A competition? It's oh. the biggest mass killing in American history. And you yeah. know what really concerns me is there will be some lunatic out yes. there at the moment yep. thinking, now, how can I beat this. Yeah. It's, what it's, can I do to beat this? It's awful know? that someone would, would be oh, like that. And there's horrendous. more developments coming along. I didn't know about this until late in the afternoon on Monday because I was flying all day. My phone just pegged out. Yeah. And I didn't know anything till I got in the car. And I actually wrote an editorial about this for the Triple M page. Got in the car. First story, uh, 20 people confirmed dead in a mass shooting in yes. Las Vegas. The first thing I thought of was Christopher, my my son, who yes. lives in LA but has played a good few times in Los in uh, Las Vegas, and I thought, oh, I hope he's not there. But th- there's also another mate of mine who's an entertainer there who has lived in Las Vegas for a little while. I contacted him when I when I got home afterwards. He had been at the Mandalay four hours earlier. Yeah. And and it's just incomprehensible that it this is. could just happen. It is just horrendous. It's just Again. horrendous. I know. And they won't even let the, they won't even let the gun sort of uh, problem over there be studied, no. let alone change the law. Or yeah. I mean, you know, and, and as Obama kept on saying, we're not before he left office. We're not trying to get the guns. We no. just want to make the people that get the guns 
A-OK to actually get them in the first place. Well, this guy was virtually his own militia. I mean, the amount of stuff oh. that he had. And I saw Nancy Pelosi yesterday uh, on, on the telly in the morning. She was saying, we've got to do something about this. Well, how many times do the Americans have to say thoughts and prayers? And then oh, it all, that's and then fix it, it. Yeah, it all yeah. happens again. Yeah. But, you know, again, while the NRA, no responsibility again, has got the government of the day and especially the no. Republicans by that then nothing's going to no. change. And it's you know awful. the other thing too, God bless America, God doesn't give a fat rat's ass no, about America. he doesn't. All right? Sorry. Okay. Nah. Hey, listen, this facial recognition that uh, Turnbull's trotted out with all the premiers and stuff, yeah. I haven't got a problem with that. Civil libertarians are all going, oh, you can't do that. <laughs> well, excuse me. Yeah. And, and, they're, and they're dragging out racial profiling uh, and stuff. It's got nothing to do with racial profiling. It's how far your eyes are apart and where your nose is in relationship to your mouth and your, your chin and your head shape. It's got nothing to do with racial profiling. What's your it's license to, picture? It's like. to, yeah, it's a shocker. It's, it's to actually stop people getting on planes and stuff like that that are well known to people like ASIO exactly. and everything else. And they go, well, okay, yeah. yes. What's that person doing there? We yeah. know who that is. We don't, we don't like that idea. They should be checked out. Exactly, yeah. The if only people that should be safe. concerned about all of this facial recognition stuff and it doesn't matter whether it's in the streets or the airports or anywhere else, are people who are dodgy, yeah. and I'm absolutely fine with that. I, I My licence picture is awful. It's just terrible. <laughs> so they can have mine because they'll look at it and go, oh, my God, what's wrong with this bloke? No, it's ordinary. Did you see Bob Hawke in uh, the Canberra Press Club there? Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, he's... He's replaced J.B. Elkie Peterson as someone yep. who's just entertaining because <laughs> he referred to Malcolm Turnbull as Malcolm Fraser. Yep. And he also said that was the worst economical decision since Federation, the, well, he uh, might you know, be the right. survey. He might be right with that. And I'm thinking, you know, really? <laughs> I love it. Was, was Federation the worst economic decision we've had previously? Yeah. We're, we're very funny, Bob Hawke. Oh, you know, Hawke, Bob Hawke's one of his own. He should just go back to the football and... You know, knock back the odd frothy. That's Another what yard do. glass, maybe. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, there you go. Thanks for dropping by. We'll uh, catch you again later. Be good. Be good. 